The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Often, we go through life thinking we are the only person in the world shouldering problems, stress, depression, and anxiety. What we don't always realize is that there are plenty of people dealing with many of these same issues in their lives. Welcome to Stream in the Desert with your host, Dr. Rita Huang. In today's program, we hope you will find a story that matches feelings and issues that you've been dealing with. In the resolutions of these issues, our hope is that you will also find the inspiration you need. Now, here is Dr. Rita. Do you sometimes feel lonely in this world? Do you try to please people so they will like you? Do you feel that it is your responsibility to make everyone happy? Are you willing to give up your needs, desires, wants, and preferences to make others happy? And by doing so, you're certain that people will be happy with you. So you go through life trying to please others to keep them in your world. You hold them so tight and would not let them go, even though sometimes a relationship could be unhealthy. You feel trapped, that you always have to give without anyone giving you anything in return. Perhaps there's an inexplicable growing anger inside of you for giving up your own interests to accommodate others. However, you realize to yourself that that was the right thing to do to make others happy. But you're unhappy inside. You always have the fear that people will leave you in spite of all the effort you put into pleasing them. If they're upset or angry at you, you feel anxious and depressed. Or are you from another group of individuals wandering around in this world, trying to fit in somewhere and feeling like you have failed? You feel lost in this world when you're with a group of people. You feel lonely in the crowd. You're unhappy with where you're at, but you don't have any idea how to find and make friends. You feel like you don't belong to anyone or anywhere, which has made you conclude that no one likes me. You're feeling depressed. Or are you the type of individual who is well-liked by people? You know exactly what to say and how to act to draw people close to you such as retiring from a company, dropping out from a Bible study group or interest group, leaving school after graduation. Your best friends from those groups are no longer count you as friends. You don't even, they don't even call you or see how you're doing. They have just moved on to different group of friends. You feel depressed. Why is it so hard to find friends and keep them? I'm going to tell you a naughty story called Relational Circle. I'll use real-life example, not actual cases, to illustrate the meaning of the story. Stay tuned for the story. Once there was a popular computer game called Relational Circle. 
The game consists of four circles placed in the center of one another with space around them. Every circle represents a town, and the smaller inner circle belongs to you. And that one is called the popular town. Walking randomly around the larger outer circle are thousands of people. The object of the game is to pull as many people as possible into your town and keep them there. This is a game of speed, and the player had only a few seconds to lock onto a person and bring him in. If they weren't fast enough, the computer would grab the player away and play them in a different circle. The more people in the town, the larger and more popular that town became. However, once you lose someone, you cannot go back and try for that person again. You have to go back to the very outer edge and start all over again. At the end of the game, the town with the most people is deemed the most popular, and the mayor is appointed. Hopefully, it will be the popular town. If it is, you'll be the mayor. If other towns have more people, you will not be the mayor. The game can be quite intense, and players often feel tense, almost panicky in the adventure of getting as many people into their town as possible. Sometimes failure causes frustration for the players. Does this game sound fun to you, or does it sound silly, or does it perhaps hit a little too home? Most of us are living our lives in a fashion very similar to this game. Desperately and frantically trying to be popular, to get as many friends as possible, we not only want to be popular, we want to be the most popular and the most well liked. In reality, however, just the opposite is often true. When we are desperate for friendship, they often elude us, and when we find ourselves frustrated, angry, sometimes aggressively pursuing the companionship of others. Life is not a game, and indeed, it is a design organized by God Himself. And like the game, whether you're aware of it, you place each person you know into one of the four circles: intimate, close, casual, and acquaintances. The intimate intimate circle is the smallest inner circle in the center. How you categorize someone into different circles have everything to do with your past, how you see things, how you feel about things, and all of those wonderful, unique characteristics that God has placed within your individualized makeup. Let's talk a little more about the different relational circles. The intimate circle. This circle is like the popular town circle in the video game. This is the smallest innermost circle, solely for the very close friends. Those you must implicitly share with secrets and feelings. Here, you feel free to reveal pain, disappointments, fears, successes, joys, blessings, and hopes. Other circle outside of the intimate circle are like the other town in the relational circle game. The close circle. The second circle is the close relationship circle. This circle is somewhat larger, and the people here are referred to close friends. You see and talk to these folks most often and share many things with them. They know most of your family stories, most of your concerns, and maybe even most of your dreams. These people are near and dear to your heart. 
you love them and value their friendship. However, you do not feel free to share with them with your inner secrets, which are reserved for your intimate friends. The casual circle. Casual friends belong in the third circle, which is larger still than the other two. You see and interact with these people once in a while, at special events, neighborhood get-together, or at church on Sunday mornings. The conversations are somewhat superficial and guarded, and they may include topics such as weather, economy, or latest in clothing trends. When they talk about their families or themselves, they're likely to tell all the success stories and none of the painful personal details. Acquaintance circle. Everyone else fall into the larger outer circle of acquaintances. You see these folks occasionally, perhaps in the hallway at work or on the elevator. But you have very little, if anything, to talk about when you do. The depth of the conversation may be no more than a quick, hello, how are you doing? You go through life putting people you know in different circles. The level of relationship changes all the time. Some people have many in one or two particular circles. Some have many in one circle, but none in the other circles. Some have no one in any of the circles. Now, let's look at different types of people that are seeking in different levels of friendships. Let's look at the first type of individuals who pull people into the intimate circle. It's exactly like the player who plays the video game in the relational circle, who try to grab people into his inner intimate circle and keep them there at all costs. Let's call this group of individual people pleaser who wants to be well-liked by others. They have to give up their time, desires, needs, personality traits, or preferences sacrificially in order to please others. They often feel that no matter how hard they give up everything to please others, they still cannot make everyone happy. They would say yes to everyone, but they would do unwillingly inside their heart. Afterward, they get very depressed and angry at those whom he tried to please. Let's look at some real-life examples of people-pleaser. Lisa, a 16-year-old high school student, wanted to make everyone happy. She was exactly like the player in the video game who worked desperately trying to pull everyone into her popular town. She did not want to disappoint anyone, so she would suppress her desires, wants, preferences to go along with others so she would be accepted. She would let her friend decide what to do and even let her friend tell her what to wear. But as soon as her friend left, she would get very angry because she did not get to do what she wanted to do. She would get upset at herself if any of her friends were mad at her, believed that it was her fault. She should be able to make everyone happy if she gave up everything to tune in their needs. Being selfless was her philosophy of life, and she did not understand why being selfless was still unable to make people happy all the time. One day, the leader of the group decided not to invite her to their social function. All of a sudden, she found herself being alone after school and during weekends. No one called her and wanted to do things with her anymore. 
She heard them talking about things they did during weekends, but she was not invited. She became so depressed that she thought there was something wrong with her. That was why no one wanted to be her friend. She did not know what to say when she was with them. She felt socially awkward. As a result, she decided to stay home alone after school and during weekends. But the loneliness really began to eat her up. She could not sleep at night, lost her appetite, and cried all the time. Her guilt feelings inside her were unbearable. She even had suicidal thoughts at times. She did not want to go to school anymore because she was so ashamed of herself that her friends did not want her. She had no idea why. Since she was trying so hard to please everyone and trying to do things their way, ultimately, she was still being rejected. She was like the relational circle game where the player frantically trying to grab people into her circle. But the computer wanted to push them away from her circle. The player was totally exhausted by not seeing results in spite of her effort putting into grabbing people. Does this hit home to you? How come you try so hard to please people and they still rejected you? Was it your fault or their fault? People pleasers tend to think that it, it is their fault. If people do not like them, it is because they are saying or doing something wrong. Are you one of them? Do you wonder why you seem to attract controlling people in your life? No matter how hard you try to make hap- them happy, they're still unhappy with you, and you wonder why. As we look at Lisa's relational circle, Lisa only has her group of friends who are supposed to be in her intimate circle. She has no friends in the close circle, casual circle, or acquaintance circle. She tried everything to please her friend so she would be remain, she could remain and feel accepted by the group. If you look closely into her group of friends, none of them were close enough that she could share her pain and secrets. They were not really supposed to be in the intimate circle. In fact, they were not even in the close circle because they never call her during the week to talk. They only include her once in a while. With no other friends, she didn't know what to do. However, by realizing that her friends were not even that close to her, she was able to get let go of them and search for new friendships. Let's take a short break. Stay tuned for the rest of Lisa's story. the experts call toll free right now 1-866-472-5787 Hello? and ask our all-star team to answer your question that's 1-866-472-5787 thank you for calling voiceamerica.com are you struggling with relationships and wonder what you need to do are you facing crises and challenges in your life How about emotional disturbances such as anxiety, depression, fear, or stress? Do you need some help? Get a hold of Dr. Rita's Hippo book. In her book, she provides fresh perspectives on how to wisely navigate the challenges in life. She uses parables and analogies to help you find insight and coping strategies in your struggles. 
The life scenarios she uses in the book are situations you can identify with, as you often find yourself as one of the stories in her book. The title of her book is The Hippo That Fell Off the Seesaw and Other Parables from Christian Counseling. You can order it from Amazon.com, BarnesandNoble.com, or you can also download it as an ebook. Dr. Rita likes to hear about your concerns so she can pray for you. You can email her at care at dr-rita.com or visit the website trinitychristiancounseling.com. You can also call the Trinity Counseling Center at 517-332-6300 and leave a message for her. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog, Press Pass? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective. Plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at VAPressPass.com. That's VAPressPass.com. VA Press Pass by Voice America. All access, all the time. These days, everyone is looking for information on staying young, healthy, and fit. The Voice America Health and Wellness Network is here to help you on your quest to better health and a better you. We talk about everything from diet, fitness, and aging to substance abuse, personal growth, mental health, and much more. Learn from our experts who cover health and wellness from traditional and holistic perspectives. Tune in to the Voice America Health and Wellness Network. Healthy living starts here. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. You are listening to Stream in the Desert with Dr. Rita. For more information about the program or Dr. Rita, please visit trinitychristiancounseling.com. Now, back to this week's inspiring program. In order to have new relationships, she could not just sit there and wait for people to come to her. Because people can't read her mind, she had to reach out to connect with people on her own. Dr. Rita told her to look around and see if she could see anyone that did not belong to any group. To her surprise, she found a few girls who did not belong to any group, so she sat with one of the girls during lunchtime. This girl had another friend, so three of them became friends. Later on, another girl joined the group. Four of them became very good friends because they found out that they had a lot in common. As their friendship began to develop, she found out one of the girls named Tina was a loyal and faithful friend. She would keep any of her secrets. They talked the same way, liked the same things, so they shared with each other's pain, sadness, joy, just about anything. Finally, Lisa was in charge of a relational circle by putting Tina into an intimate circle where they shared their hearts about anything. She then put the other three girls into a close friend circle so she could count on them to do fun things with. As far as the old group of friends, she placed them in the acquaintance circle or even outside the acquaintance circle. They still knew each other but they didn't have to do anything together. Ever since she was able to be in charge of a relational circle, 
she felt more powerful inside, so that she no longer was broken-hearted when controlling people rejected her. She could push them out in a different circle. Instead of giving up herself and letting others control her, she was in control of her relational circle, where she puts people where they belonged. She treated them according to that particular level of relationship. She could also change them around in different levels. A casual friend could end up in her close friend's circle. An intimate friend can move to be in the casual circle. She was no longer let others control her. She finally took control of her relational circle. Let's look at more examples of those who attracted controlling people. Jenny has a sister, Lori, who was very needy, and she constantly wanted her attention. Jenny believed that she needed to make everyone happy. If they were not happy, then it must be her fault. One day, Lori called and asked if she would like to take her for grocery shopping. Since her sister Lori was unable to drive, she decided to give her a ride. It ended up she spent hours of hours of her day taking Lori to the grocery store, hardware store, clothing store, and the beauty parlor. She had to sit for hours in the beauty beauty parlor to wait for Lori to get her hair done. It made a matter worse was that Lori complained about her husband the whole time while she was in the car. It was not a fun day for Jenny at all. Even worse, when she took Lori home, the car was out of gas. She went to the gas station, filled up the tank, and went into the store to pay for the gas. When she came back to the car, her sister Lori was upset because Lori has to go home, or else she would be late for her son's concert. Jenny finally got rid of Lori, but she was so mad when she got home. She thought, "I hate Lori. She uses me. I don't ever want to be with her anymore." The next day, Lori called her and asked if she would like to go to see a movie with her. She really had a lot to do in the house. She said yes to her sister, but no inside her heart. Instead of following her heart's desire, she went along with Lori wanted to do. She went to pick up Lori at her house. She wanted to see a certain movie, but Lori wanted to see the movie of her choice. In order to make her sister happy, she went along with Lori's idea to make the move to see the movie she wanted to see. Jenny hated the movie from the beginning to the end, and again she would get up angry and swore that she would never hang out with Lori again. But then she would let Lori control her again. She thought Lori is my sister. As long as I let her have her way, she will be happy with me. It came to find out that Jenny was brought up in a home where her parents were very controlling and critical of everything she did. Her ideas and her behavior were never good enough for them. Her sister, on the other hand, Lori, could do no wrong. In order not to be yelled at by her parents, she just let her sister had her way. Pretty soon, she learned not to have any of her opinions or wants because she knew she was not going to get her way anyway. As an adult, it felt familiar to be with people who control her. 
but she felt like she was being used all the time. She was longing to have someone who could love her unconditionally. It wasn't until one day she met someone in her child's school. This person took her to church and introduced God to her. Surrounded by people who love her and with God in her intimate circle, she began to experience unconditional love she had never experienced. She volunteered in her child's program at church. She began to rebuild her confidence in herself. With God in her intimate circle, she was able to look at her relationship in her relational circle in a more realistic way. Let's look at Jenny's relational circle. She tries so hard to keep everyone into her intimate circle to the extent of losing herself. She learned not to have her own desires, wants, but feeling miserable inside for not getting what she wanted. Is her sister Lori supposed to be in her intimate circle? Not really. It was not a mutual give and take relationship. She could not share her heart with Lori, who was a taker. She should not be in her close friend's circle either because it was not enjoyable to be with her, even though Lori was her sister. With God's unconditional love surrounding her, she was able to place Lori in her casual circle, even though she was her sister. Jenny would do things with Lori only when she felt like it. She would not let Lori boss her around. She was no longer afraid that Lori would reject her because she knew she had God and her friends at church that loved her. So far, we have looked at a couple of situations where individuals try so hard to grab someone and make them stay in the intimate circle. Are you one of them? You may be looking happy on the outside, but you are dying inside with unbearable emotional pain. Why? You tend to have to lose yourself, your desires, preferences, time, values to please someone. Instead of doing things out of your own heart, you worry about what may happen to you if you let go of those individuals. You may hear voices in your head saying, If I don't give it all to others, someone will get mad at me. I will be left out. Or people will say negative things about me. Because of your fear of rejection or failure, you're willing to give up everything about yourself to please others. You tend to attract controlling people who would like to have power over you. You believe that you need to make everyone happy. If people are happy with you, you will be happy. Unfortunately, you find out that unhappy people became unhappier in spite of all the effort you put into making them happy. Controlling people learn to disrespect you when you allow them to power over you. In the contrary, if unhappy people are failing to make you unhappy, they begin to respect and admire you. When people are respecting your ideas, desires, needs, and wants, you feel a lot happier because you're in control of your life and your relationship circle. Interestingly, the unhappy people end up have fewer complaints and become more accommodating. So far, we have looked into many different individuals who like to pull people in the intimate circle, even though they were unhealthy relationships. Once they found other healthy relationships and placed them in the proper circle, they were able to put the unhealthy relationship in the right place. 
they were able to relate to them properly according to where they belong in each level of friendships. For example, they could share their hearts with friends from the intimate circle, do things with friends from the close circle, and get together once for a while with friends from the casual circle for purpose purpose. Then the rest of them are their acquaintance in the acquaintance circle. Once they have friends in all the circles, they felt that life is in their control, and they are a lot happier. What about those who have no friends or family members in the intimate circle, close circle, casual circle? All they had were people in the acquaintance circle. Let's call this group of individuals loners and take a look at them. A typical day in John's life started when the alarm rang at six o'clock. It was time for John to wake up because he had to go to work. The first thing he did was to turn the radio or the TV on so there would be noises in the apartment. He then get dressed and drove to work. Since John was a researcher, he sat in front of the computer most of the day, looking at the screen. He seldom had to talk to anyone, as he had his own office. And the computer was the only means of communication throughout the day. When he was finally able to go home, he would drop by the grocery store to get some food. He would talk to the cashier about the weather, and then he'd go out to the parking lot to unload his groceries in his car. He found out that he had very little gas in his car, so he dropped by the gas station and got some gas. He rarely talked to anyone in the gas station. For dinner, he would stop by fast food restaurant to get a bite to eat, and drove home afterwards. As soon as he got home, he would turn on the TV to keep him company. When he was tired of watching TV, he would play his video game on his laptop computer, iPod, iPad, or iPhone. Then he went to bed. The next day would be exactly the same day as the day before. Weekends were very long to him, as he has nowhere to go or no one to do things with. He slept in on Saturday mornings to get caught up with his sleep. Since there was nothing to do anyway, there was no reason to get up. By the time he got up, it was usually one or two. He might go out for lunch and see a movie by himself. When it was almost time for dinner. So he would go home and make some dinner to eat and spend the rest of the night watching TV. When he often woke up, he found that he had been sleeping on the couch the whole night. So day in and day out, he had no connection with others, except the electrical devices and the acquaintances he talked to in the shops and all the hallways of his apartment. Pretty soon, there was no smile on John's face. As he was not used to see connecting with people and looking at their faces, he became emotionless on his facial expressions. Sometimes it felt like there was a numb in his heart that made him feel sad, but he was unable to cry. The feeling of despair was getting into him more and more. He felt like he was a boat floating on the sea by himself with no destination. He did not belong to anywhere or anyone. It was like the relational circle video game that the player tries so hard to grab people in the intimate circle, but the computer would not allow him 
so the person kept popping out in the Quentin circle, wandering around and not going anywhere. He was feeling sad and lonely lately. Let's take a short break. Stay tuned for the rest of John's story. Talk, talk, talk. That's all we do is talk. If you'd like to talk, call us toll-free right now at 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. That's it. That's it. VoiceAmerica.com. Are you struggling with relationships and wonder what you need to do? Are you facing crises and challenges in your life? How about emotional disturbances such as anxiety, depression, fear, or stress? Do you need some help? Get a hold of Dr. Rita's Hippo book. In her book, she provides fresh perspectives on how to wisely navigate the challenges in life. She uses parables and analogies to help you find insight and coping strategies in your struggles. The life scenarios she uses in the book are situations you can identify with as you often find yourself as one of the stories in her book. The title of her book is The Hippo That Fell Off the Seesaw and Other Parables from Christian Counseling. You can order it from Amazon.com, BarnesandNoble.com, or you can also download it as an ebook. Dr. Rita likes to hear about your concerns so she can pray for you. You can email her at care at dr-rita.com or visit the website trinitychristiancounseling.com. You can also call the Trinity Counseling Center at 517-332-6300 and leave a message for her. The latest business information is made simple with the Voice America Business Network. The professionals in the business world bring you live talk radio shows featuring an array of business topics, strategies for building wealth, sales and marketing, stock trading, investing, and business technology. Voice America business hosts are professionals in their fields and bring to the airwaves weekly business discussions that offer up-to-date information, advice, and education. The Voice America Business Network. The bottom line in business talk. Your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network shows and hosts are in your car, outdoors, and wherever you need them to be. Listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. You are listening to Stream in the Desert with Dr. Rita. For more information about the program or Dr. Rita, please visit trinitychristiancounseling.com. Now, back to this week's inspiring program. We look at his relational circle and discover that there was no one in the intimate, close, or casual circle. All the people in his world were acquaintances who did not really have a relationship with him. He felt lonely because he did not belong to anywhere. Having a sense of belonging is one of the basic needs of human beings. A person feels lost when he or she does not belong to anyone or any group of individuals. Feeling of despair and depression may occur after a long period of time being alone. John is one of them. How can we help John? 
Actually, he did have a friend besides his electrical devices. His friend was his alcohol. After he drank, he would fall asleep and forget his troubles. He had been concerned that his drinking problem could cause him to lose his job, so he became he came to seek help. He needed to have a support group to help him to get rid of his alcohol, encourage him to join celebration recovery in a local church to be in an alcohol support group. He did. With the accountability from his friends in the support group, he was able to stay sober. Feeling loved by his friends in his support group, he began to see there was light at the end of his tunnel. He looked forward to see his friends weekly, so he could talk about his struggles. He got along with a couple of guys very well, so they did things together during weekends. John was not lonely anymore. He has a couple of friends from the support group to be in his close friends circle, and the other people in his support group were in his casual friends circle. He was not depressed anymore. Once he had friends in his close circle and casual circle, even though he had no one in his intimate circle, John was not the only one who was lonely. There was a woman named Don who decided to move in with her elderly mother to take care of her, as none of her brothers and sister were willing to take this responsibility. Of course, she became favorite to her mother. Out of jealousy, her brother and sister often criticized her way of taking care of their mother. They did not like the idea that she had the power of attorney for mother's health and finances. So Don's brothers and sisters decided to have nothing to do with her. In spite of all the ridiculing, she was faithfully taking care of her mother. So, in her intimate circle, she had her mother and herself in it. Because of mother's illness. They had no time to associate with anyone else outside their world. She took care of mother until she died. After she died, her brothers and sisters came to the house and took everything in it, and pushed her to find another place to stay. They wanted to sell the house and divided the money among themselves. Don was not only grieving after the loss of her mother; she had to deal with her abusive siblings. Now she had nowhere to stay. She was very depressed and felt like there was no reason to live in this world anymore. While she was in the midst of hopelessness, she was going to commit suicide. All of a sudden, she remembered her grandmother used to tell her about God and pray with her. She got on her knee and cried out to God for help. She had a sense of peace inside her heart after she prayed. She knew everything was going to be okay. She decided to go to church to seek help. By joining the church and getting to know some of the people there, she was able to find a job to be a nanny and housekeeper in a home. The family provided her with room and board so she could stay there and take care of the kids while doing some housework. For the first time, she knew God was real. Because he answered her prayers, she truly believed the Bible say, "If we endure, we will also reign with reign with God." So far, the concept of the relational circle has helped the people pleaser and the loners to cope with their struggles with relationships. Once they place people in different circle of relationship and associate with them according to the level of each belong, 
they are able to be in charge of their relationship circle and felt powerful inside. Let's look at another group of individuals who have the ability to attract people to them. They seem to know what to say and what to do to get people to be in their circle of relationship. Let's call this group of individuals admirers. They are the group of individuals like the, like the players in the video game that have no problem grabbing people to the intimate circle. But these friends eventually move out from the intimate circle and go somewhere else. Admirers have the ability to draw people close to them. People will look up to them as leaders. They have the ability to make people feel good, so people will look up to them for support. As long as they remain in the group as leaders, everyone will listen to them. Once they're no longer in the group, they will be forgotten by people. Once there was a man, work hard, and well-liked by people in his company. Let's use the name David. He somehow knew how to get people to go along with his ideas. People look up to him as leaders. He was very successful in his career with many supporters. He kept climbing up the ladder in his career and became quite well-known in his field. Many people look up to him at work and he had fun with them. He threw parties almost every weekend to entertain his friends was apparently having a good life. His laugh always stood out in the crowd, and people laughed because he was laughing. He loved to tell jokes to make everyone laugh. He was a pretty happy man. Not too long ago, he became very sick, and he found out he had cancer. Immediately, he underwent chemotherapy and radiation treatment. It was quite a shock to see someone so happy, jolly, healthy one day become so sick next day. Everyone felt very bad for him. Of course, he was not no longer able to work, so the only group of friends he had dis- diminished. Had some visitors at first, but after a while, he hardly had any visitors. He was feeling very depressed that all his friends that used to look up to him had abandoned him. He was no longer important to anyone anymore. He felt very sad, depressed, and disappointed. He thought he had lots of friends and he was very popular. Where did his entire group of friends go? How could they forget him so quickly? How could he be so wrong in thinking that people he knew at work were his friends? He has to deal with the pain of being sick as well as being alone. It was unbearable. Had trouble sleeping at night, feeling sad most of the time, losing appetite to eat, and losing of interest in doing anything. In the midst of his feeling of hopelessness, he decided to seek help. If you look at David's relational circle, you can see that he had no one in the intimate circle or close circle. Only people he had in his life was casual friends at work in his relational circle. Once he was no longer at work, he lost all his friends. His relationship with them was somewhat superficial and guarded. His workers used to joke around talking about things that were not personal. Now that he was no longer in that setting at work, there were no commonalities between them and him. So they had no reason to have any contact with him anymore. He decided to get some help. 
I introduced the relational circle concept to him, explained to him why he was feeling the way he was feeling. It was like the light switch turned on. He knew that he needed to fix his relational circle. I asked him to think of someone he could, who could be in his intimate circle. He thought for a long time. Then he remembered his brother whom he had not contacted for a long time. Since he was too busy climbing up his career ladder, he neglected the relationship that was important to him like his brother. He decided to, decided to reconnect with his brother. Once his brother found out that he was sick, he came over to see him. He found out that his brother lost his job and he was struggling, so he was very excited when David called him. Since his brother had nowhere to stay, he invited his brother to come and stay with him. His brother took him in to all the doctor's appointments and treatments. Their relationship grew daily. Now, David has his brother in his intimate circle. He was no longer lonely. His brother's friend came visit them at times to do things with them. His brother's friends became friends in his close circle eventually. His relationship circle is much healthier now. Let's take a break. Stay tuned for the rest of the show. News. Opinion. Your voice counts. Call toll-free 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. VoiceAmerica.com. Are you struggling with relationships and wonder what you need to do? Are you facing crises and challenges in your life? How about emotional disturbances such as anxiety, depression, fear, or stress? Do you need some help? Get a hold of Dr. Rita's Hippo book. In her book, she provides fresh perspectives on how to wisely navigate the challenges in life. She uses parables and analogies to help you find insight and coping strategies in your struggles. The life scenarios she uses in the book are situations you can identify with as you often find yourself as one of the stories in her book. The title of her book is The Hippo That Fell Off the Seesaw and Other Parables from Christian Counseling. You can order it from Amazon.com, BarnesandNoble.com, or you can also download it as an ebook. Dr. Rita likes to hear about your concerns so she can pray for you. You can email her at care at dr-rita.com or visit the website trinitychristiancounseling.com. You can also call the Trinity Counseling Center at 517-332-6300 and leave a message for her. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. Take us on the go. It's even easier now. The Voice America Talk Radio Network has launched our mobile app for iPhone, Android, or BlackBerry. 
Visit the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market to download the app powered by Aircast. It's free and no registration is necessary. In minutes, you could be enjoying your favorite Voice America Talk Radio host, no matter where you are, in the car, out and about, while traveling, or anytime you can't be close to your computer. Catch up on the archives you've missed or discover new shows on the spot. Search Voice America at your favorite app store. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. You are listening to Stream in the Desert with Dr. Rita. For more information about the program or Dr. Rita, please visit TrinityChristianCounseling.com. Now, Back to this week's inspiring program. There's another woman who was very popular. Let's use the name Amy. She had a charming smile and influential personality that drew people to her. She was not only successful in her career, but she also had a beautiful family with two beautiful kids. She was quite active in her kids' school as she was the chairman of the PTO. She was also leaders in many community groups. Her daily schedule went like this. She got up early in the morning to get the kids ready for school. She then had to go to work. She was one of the top supervisors in her company, so she had meetings all day long. After work, she picked up the kids from the daycare, bought some dinner home. Then she had meetings every evening for her kids' school, her work, or community groups. During the weekends, she usually had to do some kind of fundraising events, and she also involved in church activities on Sundays. Her life was so busy that she had no time for her family or her friends. It seemed like her life was so perfect until one day she realized her kids were gone to college. Since she had no relationship with her daughters, she did not hear from them once they were gone. All her friends from her daughter's school were no longer in her relational circle once the kids were graduated from the high school. She and her husband were having a hard time getting along with each other. The worst day of her life when she found out that her husband had an affair with her, his secretary. All of a sudden, her whole world seemed to be collapsing. You see, what happened was that she spent her whole life being with people who were in her castle circle. Once she was no longer in those activities she involved in, she lost all those relationships. The ones like her family who were supposed to be in the intimate circle left her one by one because she had no relationship with them. She could not find any comfort anywhere, so she decided to go to God. She asked God to forgive all her sins from the past, and God inspired her to write letters to her husband and children to confess all the mistakes you made in the past by focusing on the worldly recognition rather than them. As a result, her husband dismissed the secretary and worked on the relationship with her. 
You see, her husband has been longing for this day for years. Her daughters forgave her and desperately wanted to rebuild a relationship with her. Now she had her husband and her daughters in her intimate circle. She decided not to be so involved in the community activities so she could be with her husband more often in the evening. She spent time with a few of her friends from church from time to time so she had some people in her close circle. She was finally had a healthy relational circle surrounded by people who truly care for her. So far, three different types of individuals who have been helped by the relational circle concept from the video game. The three types of individuals were people pleaser, loner, admirer. The people pleasers are like the player in the video game trying to work desperately to grab people from the outer circle to keep them in the intimate circle at all costs. It created so much frustration, stress, and anxiety to keep those people there. The loner represent the individuals that were traveling in the outer circle and able to get any people into any of the circle in the game. The admirer are like the player in the video game that grabs hold of lots of people to come into his circle. But they all eventually leave the circle of relationship because the relationship is only casual and superficial. Are you a people pleaser, loner, or admirer? The mistakes they all made were not having healthy people in different circles in their relational circle. It is important that you are in charge of a relational circle where you put everyone to the proper levels. You treat them according to that level of the relationship. If you find out you do not have anyone in any of the circles, you may want to evaluate your current relationship to see if you could find more people to fill in different circles in your relational circle. You can draw out the relational circle with intimate, close, casual, acquaintance circle. Then you can put people you know in your life in different circles. From there, you will find out which circle each person truly fits into. Now, you can see that it is very important to have people in all your relational circle in order to have a healthy and balanced life. But the first step is to have God in your intimate circle. He's the one that should be in the very center and will never let you down. No matter how close you are with someone, there will be times that he or she may hurt you or disappoint you. We all human beings have weaknesses. There's no perfect individuals. People will let you down, but God will lift you up. He's there with you all the time. When there's no one there to support and care for you, God is there with you. Once you become a child of God by surrendering your life to Him, you can certain that He will always be with you no matter what. You'll never be alone. That's why it's important to put God in the intimate circle because He loves you unconditionally. He'll never leave you. When you love God the most, you feel very secure inside. Your heart is so filled with God's love all the way to the top, so you become less needy. If anyone gives you any love, it's just a bonus. Even if people do not show love towards you, you know that you're deeply loved by God. If you if you don't know God, I encourage you to go to Him right now and ask Him to come into your heart and take control of your life. If you do that, you'll never be alone. You're always precious in God's sight. People may trash you, but God treasures you. Others may abandon you, 
but God adores you. In God's eyes, you're perfect, just the way you are. He loves you, no matter what. I hope this show helped you look at your relationship in a different way. I would like to hear from you so I can pray for you. My email address is care at dr-rita.com. Come join me for my next show. I'll be talking about the train story. This story may be able to help you deal with your anger. You may be able to find yourself in some of the stories. Take care for now. I hope you find streams in any desert you may be going through. Thank you for joining us this week for Stream in the Desert. Be sure to return next Sunday morning at 6 a.m. Pacific Time, 9 a.m. Eastern Time, or on demand anytime for another story and program with Dr. Rita on the Voice America Variety Channel. Enjoy the rest of your week. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network its staff and management.